What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies and the Marvel Rewind here on a nice Friday, early Friday afternoon, I will add. Um, we are here today to do a, uh, a nice little spoiler discussion on the first two episodes of WandaVision. The MCU is back, ladies and gentlemen. It is officially back. We are in the swing of phase four. We are officially a go going forward, and uh, we have a lot of cool things to talk about today and going forward for the next number of weeks. Um, after this episode today, you will see us for another seven weeks, including a, a full spoiler breakdown of the Marvel Rewind for the first season of WandaVision, and then all the other Disney plus Marvel stuff that comes out for the rest of the year as well. Um, and it's not just going to be me. It's going to be uh, the whole crew, as you see here today. I got Mr. Jacob Barley to my uh, to my right on screen. What's up, man? Hello. Doing pretty well, man. I'm, you know, I wasn't sure what to think of this show, but I'm excited to talk about it for sure. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Mr. Gio Ramos right there in the right-hand corner. What's up? Hello, guys. Uh, the MCU is finally back, like Jake said. It's just exciting. And uh, like I said, I hope you all had a nice break because uh, the MCU is not stopping for the foreseeable future. Very, very true. Very true. And uh, Mr. Brian Avalasino, you're finally off the day from work, dude. What's up? <laughs> not technically. What? Not you're anymore. still going? I'm technically on the clock till four. You knew this. And you're here. <laughs> Why are you here? Because Man. you just randomly, oh, by the way, two o'clock. I'm like, all right. Uh, we talked about it for a week or so. Someone could this was pre-recorded at 6 a.m. Just tell that to your bosses, yeah. Brian. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, if Brian randomly leaves, you know why. <laughs> yeah. And there's a strong possibility of that, actually. <laughs> um, all right. So we're here to talk uh, first two episodes of WandaVision. The first two dropped this morning. Um, you know, if you stayed up for midnight, you watch it at midnight. If not, you watch it at some point today. We are getting into spoilers. So all of you watching, um, we are getting into full spoilers. So hopefully you have seen it. To everyone in the chat, what's up? What's going on? Uh, if you guys have any questions or like it says up top, if you guys want to talk about some theories about what you're thinking, hit that Streamlabs link, guys. It's up there up top, also in the description below. Uh, and we'd love to hear some questions for you guys, but we're going to get right into this. That is already going, man. This is why yeah. I love the live shows. The chat is already <laughs> Yeah, and I will say to Rachel, because she tweeted it, uh, I did figure out a way to go black and white, but I couldn't do it without my other crew members. So I'm not going to do it today. Uh, maybe we'll figure it out going forward. But um, yes, yeah, so let, let's get into this, guys. Uh, WandaVision is finally here, um, and we have two episodes to talk about today. It's been a, a big road to this point, a lot of hype around this show. Obviously, the first thing going into phase four for Marvel um, and Vision is back, uh, back per se, after the events of Infinity War. And uh, this is the first thing after Avengers Endgame. So um, let's just go around the table a little bit, talk about our overall thoughts. Of, of. Sorry, I always forget about Spider-Man Far From Home. That's my bad. Yeah. Far From Home. Yes, you are correct. Um, so let, let's just go around real quick, talk about our overall thoughts about it, kind of excitement going into it. And if it lived up to the hype a little bit, Brian, I'll go right back to you. Um, I mean, I was a midnight watcher, thank God, because I haven't had time since I wouldn't. Oh, have you had stayed time. up, nice. Yeah. Uh, thank God, because I would not have had time before this. Um, I yeah. Wait, am I saying if I liked it or not, and that's it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I loved it. I thought it was. There were times where I forgot I was watching an MCU like type thing. I thought I, I for. I zoned off and just honestly like felt like, so I, I grew up heavily with I love Lucy. That's my mom's favorite show. She tells me at least once a year that when I was born, that was the show she was watching while giving birth to me. So like that, 
So like the black and white, like that type stuff, I'm highly used to. So like I, there were times where I completely forgot I was watching it in like an up-to-date MCU type thing. And I'd, be, I'd catch myself and I'd go, oh, oh, wait a minute. This is this is totally not what I'm watching. But yeah, I loved it. Uh, Mr. Bartley. Um, so it was, you know, expectations were, this was like the w one MCU property where like the expectations like were, you didn't know what to expect because we saw the trailers and we're just like, okay, all you can expect is just like, this is going to be crazy and odd. And that's what it should be. It's a, it's a Scarlet Witch driven show. And, you know, with her, a lot of crazy stuff can happen. And I think when you look at it from the perspective of this is all set up and building towards something, it's great. And that's what I think when we look back at these episodes, we're going to be like, oh, my God, th these are amazing because they were setting up this, this and that. And I and so I think they're doing a really good job of getting us ready for the rest of this season. And I'll just say, I thought the show was i thought these first two episodes were hilarious i the way they use sitcom tropes but then apply them to wanda and vision are great so i'm i'm excited to get into those details geo yeah i completely agree with uh jake and uh, jacob and brian you know the the whole creative approach was what i was looking forward to the most and it's what surprised me the most you know, I wasn't really too familiar with black and white shows. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, I've heard of I Love Lucy and uh, others, but there were times where I was just like, I can't believe I'm watching a Marvel, uh, an MCU, you know, content, uh, a show, high high budget show. And it was just, I was just amazed by what I was watching. And like Jacob said, you know, like the dialogue the humor the live audience like it all works so well and it just it, it really like had its moments of homage to those uh you know classic sitcoms and i really enjoyed it i i really did um and we'll get into all the uh, uh theories and speculations because there, there's a lot like uh, obviously what's on the surface isn't what it seems, you know, there's a lot below the surface and going on Twitter and uh, reading, you know, theories and speculations. I was like, my God, this, these episodes, even though they're 20 minutes, there's a lot of stuff in here, especially in the commercials too. Like the commercials are so well done and we'll get into all of that. I'm just, I'm impressed. Yeah. Commercials were a very nice touch, a uh, very unexpected touch too. Uh, I will say this to, to, kind of start off my thoughts and chuck and rachel were talking about it in the chat i can't believe how excited i got just seeing the marvel logo again yes hearing the music it, it, it seemed like it was just so long ago that we had seen you know the montage of all the characters with the music and then the marvel studios logo pop up um i love the twist on it this time obviously it turning into wedding music church music at the very end going into the scenery uh for the episode which was really great but yeah it's it's interesting because this is unlike anything we've ever seen with with Marvel. It did not feel like a Marvel property. Uh, it didn't look like a Marvel property. There's obviously things that we recognize because we're fans and we've seen Scarlet Witch and Vision for so long in the universe. Um, but they they 
it seemed like they tried to go out and make something that was so far from their typical brand, but also close to it at the same time that they, that's what they did. Um, they wanted to make something wacky. They wanted to make something different in this like very just weird thing. And they did it. Um, and to what Jacob had said earlier too, uh, I had a great time because I thought it was really funny. Um, and you could tell that everybody was having a really good time with it, which always creates a great product. Um, if you have people who are invested in it and people who, who are really enjoying their time doing the scenes or the stuff that sometimes is considered like just hard or annoying, they're enjoying doing those parts, then it's going to create a great product. And I mean, everything about it. And I don't, I don't watch a lot of sitcoms. And so I've never seen a lot of old sitcoms either. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I watched Brady Bunch. That was pretty much it. So I typically know just like the basics of what it is. And I found myself really enjoying the process of what was happening between these characters and like the funny moments. And, and like Jacob had said, the tropes between everything. Um, and I can't wait to see what they do with, with the future episodes because we know that they just, they just keep going forward in time and it just gets better and better with sitcoms as it goes on. Right. Brady Bunch and, and, you know, home improvement and all these other types of sitcoms, Roseanne that we're going to see down the line for the show. So it's going to be a lot of, uh, very, very exciting. Um, all right, let, let's get into some hard-nosed stuff here, though. Does anybody want to start with something? Um, something specific that they want to talk about? Anyone want to bring up something that we can get into here uh, while we start this this episode off? Um, um, I can start. Go ahead. Oh, okay. go ahead. Go ahead. I just I appreciate uh, how much it actually is. When you really look at it, a lot of the Easter eggs and stuff, it really is about Wanda. And... Even though vision is a huge part of this, we don't know. I mean, we assume that vision is not really a back. He's not really alive. He's been made up, whether it's in her mind or she f- created him again. I I love how, because we've s- seen this character develop since Age of Ultron. And I, I really liked her in Age of Ultron, the character. And we've seen her grow and become a huge part of the MCU. And they're putting things that they planted in age of Ultron into this show. And it's really about all the stuff that she's been to leading up to this point. So I think when they're starting with that, it, it makes it like, we're not getting a Wanda, a Scarlet witch movie, right? I mean, maybe one day who knows, but this is a great way to explore this character. And that's what I really appreciated. Yeah. I, it, as many characters as there, I mean, we have Catherine Hahn, we have Paul Bettany, uh, we have appearances from other people that we're going to recognize throughout, you know, big name actors who are have parts in this, but um, it really is all about Elizabeth Olsen and Scarlet Witch. Like that, that's what it is about to its core. No matter what else is happening around, everything comes from her uh, because we obviously know, and we're, well, it's not confirmed, but we're speculating that everything in the show is basically just her own reality and that's what she wants it to be leading her she's a she's agent zero in the show everything branches off of her uh, we saw slight moments of that um in the second episode which we'll get to um but yeah it's it's interesting because as big of a character as she is in the comics you're right jacob we probably will never see a scarlet witch movie uh it she fits better with characters that are the quote-unquote lead characters the a characters and then she's you know put in with them and, and that's kind of her own little movie, like Doctor Strange 2. That'll essentially be her big movie. Um, we're never going to see a solo Scarlet Witch movie, but you can do a solo Scarlet Witch series. 
hundred percent and they're doing it and they're doing it wacky and wonderful. And um, so far it's totally succeeding and it's just been two episodes. Yeah. To big, to piggyback off of uh, Jake and Jacob, I, I think yeah, 98% of what we're seeing is all Wanda and there's clear evidence of that. Um, the standout scene uh, in episode one for me at the dinner table when the boss starts choking and you can, you can start to gradually see that Wanda is actually, you know, doing all that. And um, it's those moments that remind you like, wow, like, okay, this, this is uh this isn't just for fun. Like there's some serious stuff going down um, in this and it's just, um, I can't wait to see how much more further that they push that in the uh, future episodes. While you bring that up, I do want to ask a question about that dinner scene real quick, because I, I, this has been pondering back in my, my head a little bit, because the first two episodes had very minimal, like relation to anything big that's going on. That's going to be revealed down the line. Um, there's very small things, right? Obviously the beekeeper that we'll talk about in episode two. Uh, and then for me, uh, even though there may have been one other part, but did anybody get the sense that she was essentially when Vision went to help his boss? He didn't get up until Wanda said something. Was she controlling him? Well, I don't think he's alive, so I think. Well, what I'm saying is, did he only get up because she said Vision help him? Is what I'm like, almost like she, she broke like a puppeteer in a way. She broke character. That's what I'm saying. Tell him to go, and the I'm. I'm starting to lean more towards that. This is her own doing than someone else. Mm -hmm. um, because of the two times she broke character. Um, Specifically, I will definitely give on the second episode for sure. Yeah. Um, because she's literally like sitting there, like letting it go on, letting it go on. And the, and the wife is like, she's at first it starts at stop it stop it like this is a joke and, and that scene like, was kind of creepy too and the the way the mom from that 70s show a kitty a Deborah cho kitty or something kitty. yeah she i love that they brought her in they totally brought her in yeah. for that sitcom feel yeah and so like she started to like it went from like joke to she was begging her to to stop it to help and then she broke character removed it or he removed it and yeah and then this the second one we'll save which is from the second episode the beekeeper part yeah we, we'll talk about that here well that's what i'm talking about too with it's so cool that they're like using their powers in this reality because it has a sitcom environment mixed in with superpowers which is really cool see and it's it's funny because i i after i watched them i was, I was reading online it's other people's breakdowns and stuff and a lot of people have been saying that they believe that neither of them know where they are at the time. Like neither of them recognize yeah. where they are. They don't. Yeah. Or, or who they are. And I know there's moments of that, but then there's, then there's these other moments where like, you know, Brian had mentioned, like she kind of breaks these character and she, it's almost like she's flipping a switch on and off when she needs to at the most dire situations. And she does know, but she's putting on a face like she doesn't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is talking about it too soon. The The biggest thing that I was left questioning at the end of the first episode was the fact that S.W.O.R.D. was watching her do this. Mm -hmm. 
and they were basically watching the TV episode. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, there's a difference from like being inside the bubble and like that stuff's going on versus being inside the bubble, that stuff going on, but people are watching the show outside of it. Yeah. So that left me kind of going like, wait a minute, something's something's off. That's what I'm saying. I think I literally think she's the puppeteer. I think all strings are on her fingers right now and she's doing all the pulling. I think if I'm going to make, if I'm throwing out my random prediction right now, I think, I don't think she's on purpose mentally doing it. I think it's the stone, whatever the power of the stone has. It's making her go mad. Maybe. Yeah. And that's what's, it's tapping into her childhood or whatever that she grew up watching these shows and it's manifested inside her. She's doing it, but she's not in control doing it. Yeah. It's weird. I think somehow it's going to be a mixture of both. Like she's has a huge part in what's going on, but someone else from the outside is manipulating it also because I mean, we hear the, the guy calling to her Wanda, Wanda, who's doing this to you. Yeah. So something's being done to her. Maybe she's just like passed out in a coma and then somehow like some TV show pops up to the rest of the world and everybody else is seeing what's going on. Who, who knows? We'll find out, but I'm really curious. I don't want to like get ahead of ourselves, but I think, I mean, it's always good to speculate. I have, I'm trying to figure it out. Like it has someone else is involved somehow. Well, we heard we heard Randall Park's character on the other side of the the, the microphone in both episodes. That was his his voice, um, just a voice so far. Whether or not he's the one actually watching, uh, we'll we'll know probably in the next number of weeks. But uh, it's interesting. There, there's a lot. It's funny because the the episodes were so far from like they were just so so much fun in in, in like a sitcom world. And giving us something different, and they felt so disconnected from like a total Marvel Cinematic Universe standpoint. But yet, there's so many things to be thinking about on what's going with just like so like so few of moments that happened. The dinner scene, the beekeeper, the voice, and that's pretty much all we have to go off at this point. Yeah, I, Chuck. By the way, I love you for pointing that out because I've been waiting for an opportunity for like two weeks to to bring up the fact that they changed. The sword name Mm -hmm. instead of uh, instead of uh, world, it's weapons now, so it's sentient weapon observation response division department. No division department. I literally am looking at the logo, so I'm literally looking at it right now. Who came out and said that that they changed that, or does it is it somewhere? Um. It was MCU Direct that put it out. And MCU Direct has been... They, they've been all over everything um, as far as uh, reporting MCU stuff over the last year or so. Um, they popped up randomly one day and I kind of just kept an eye on them and they've been all over it ever since. Um, but that's a big deal because Wanda has been considered a weapon multiple times. She's been considered a weapon multiple times by multiple people. So um, it's definitely something to uh, 
to keep in mind going forward. Um, okay. I'm curious though, how she went from where the end of end game to what's going on. That's, that is the thing that I'm wondering the most. I mean, the last time we saw her, she was talking about vision. So maybe she couldn't handle. Cause basically she, you know, she disintegrated. Dude, last time we saw her was on a lake with Hawkeye, correct? Yeah. So she disintegrated from the snap. And during that five years, she was just gone. Right. But then she comes back. So, to, to her, she just lost vision right away. Like it was like a day later. So she's very disturbed right now. And she lost her brother too, which I'm surprised she doesn't talk about her brother, but I guess maybe I guarantee you she will during this show at some point. Well, that's because he's going to appear. I hope so. That'd be cool. I mean, if it's a, if it's a fake world, he's a hundred percent showing up. If it's a fake world, why wouldn't he appear? Yeah. That's, he's a hundred percent showing up. Yeah. It, it's happening. It's that, That's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's happening. So, um, all right, Gio, do you have any final thoughts on, on Wanda in general? Uh, you mean on the first episode or just, no, I just, just in general, everything that we've been talking about the last couple of minutes, you got any thoughts? Yeah. I mean, just to like support all you guys and what you've been saying, you know, um, when she's asked at the dinner table, you know, where, where'd you come from? Why are you here? You know, that's when she begins to realize or maybe she's being called out, you know, like this whole thing. And then the the wife saying, stop it, you know, like Wanda, stop it, stop all of this. And then it just goes on from there. The, the, the voice on the radio, you know, Wanda, who is doing this to you? I really think it's somebody who is kind of manipulating her or making her do all this crazy stuff. Yeah, if you um, want to talk after, I think I know who it is already. Who? No, I'm not going to say it because it might spoil a thing. Well, it's a, th well, it's a theory, theory but it's, it's a theory. Might yeah. as, I mean, well, but it, it spoils an underlying character that people don't know yet. So, and I don't want to yeah. ruin it for people. Well, if it's if it's information that's out there, I don't think it's a spoiler because it's not. They haven't said anything, and you're probably talking about Catherine Hahn, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's. You know, the it's most still, sense, makes the most it's sense. Still speculation, to be fair. Well, and you know? and just to speculate that quickly, so far from what we've seen, she's the only person to transfer between the two episodes, outside of Vision and um, that's Vision true. And I mean, because uh, it's just the boss and the coworkers and his wife in the first episode, really. Mm -hmm. and, oh, doesn't what's her name? Oh, she appears in the second episode, right? Uh, what's her uh, Maria Rambo? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, Rambo. Yeah, she she's in the second episode only. Um, which, which she'll be back, obviously. Yeah, she'll but, be back. Um, but um, there's always a little bit of a when when uh, Wanda finds that helicopter. Is that in the first episode? Second episode. Second. Okay. Well, because that's the first time we see color. Catherine Although, Hunt, obviously, say, has anybody seen and... Has anybody seen Pleasantville here? No. Oh yes, yeah, such, yeah, no, no. I've seen such it. Yeah. great Pleasantville vibes mm -hmm. with the helicopter yeah. and the color. Um, going back to that movie, if you've never seen Pleasantville, it's very similar. Where there's a black and white world, and then they figure out what color is and everything. It changes their whole outlook on life. But very cool Pleasantville vibes with that um, finding the helicopter and everything. Uh, but yeah, so since we've talked uh, quite at length about Wanda, why don't we switch the side and talk about Vision a little bit and Paul Bettany? Um, obviously the second half of the show right now. Um, and we see him back. Obviously we, we don't think that he's alive, alive. He's alive in her, her reality, this reality that she is creating or 
the reality that someone else has created to keep her on track. Maybe um, everything's going to unravel at some point, but I got to say up top, uh, Paul Bettany stole the first two episodes for me. Um, this was great. He, he was, he was having so much fun playing this character, specifically that second episode where we saw drunk vision with gum <laughs> in his system. Like that, that was pretty crazy and pretty funny. The fact that he can get drunk vision with just gum in his gears is pretty funny. Um, but the way that he plays the character is great. Uh, I, I love seeing Paul Bettany finally get his due at leading something because he's always been in that role where he's like the second supporting or a side character and he's always been so good. And now we really get to see him embrace his character. Um, I also love the take on Vision in the 50s and the 60s. It's a really fun take. Uh, Vision is typically a, a character that really, you know, he's young and doesn't really know what's going on because he's such no no comedy factor to him, right? He's so such a serious character at times, but we get to see a kind of more fun take on the character this time around. So, and plus their chemistry was, was insane. The two of them are so good together uh, and that's, what's going to make the show. And that's, what's made the show so far. Yeah, he was fantastic. He, I, I mean, you guys keep saying she, it's hers, but he's just as big really, honestly, like he's pretty much every step of the way mirroring something if she does something he does something if they do something they do it together if they don't then he does his own thing later like they showed her um doing the planning of the um the dinner party and then it goes to him at work and then it goes back to them being together so um yeah it he's he did a fantastic job well, and this plays into that they don't really know what's going on, right? The whole, the first episode, well, what is that date? Like, it, do we have an anniversary? Is it a birthday? Like, what is that date? And then they find out something else. But then again, Vision is his job too. He does all this work. And then he's like, well, what do we do as a company? Yeah, no one can tell. Do we buy? Like, what is the deal? So it's, it's going to be interesting to see all that information kind of unravel as these episodes go on. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of a dream almost because it's like they just woke up and you're, in, you know, when you wake up in the middle of a dream and you don't really know what's going on, but you, mm -hmm. you're just doing stuff. That's kind of how, what they're doing, but you can see Wanda thinking a lot. She's like, wait a minute. Do I know what's going on? It's like weird. So I, I definitely, I love that feel and vision to, for vision. I, I love what they're doing with him because he has been in the background in a lot, very powerful character with the stone in his head. And he's kind of been, he, he has a, he's been given a personality in this show, which I, I really enjoy. Yeah. Some of the funniest moments of this, uh, these first two episodes come from him, you know, when he's, uh, at that little meeting with all the guys and oh, you yeah. see a little bit of his, uh, you know humor come out and then you know when early on too in the episodes when he's like you know i'm i'm incapable of what does he say like i'm incapable of forgetting yeah. something or oh. stuff oh, like yeah, that some of the funniest moments in these uh, first two episodes yeah like <laughs> when they go like you're like a robot no i'm not <laughs> yeah, I'm or, or he goes yeah i don't eat food yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he has to backtrack on oh i i don't eat food between meals like yeah. it's all that yeah. stuff that's coming out. Um, really, yeah, super, super funny. Um, all right, any anything else that we want to bring up within the first two episodes that's important? We can get to the nitty gritty right now if we want to. Do we want to talk about Catherine Hahn before we get to that though? I mean, that was my thing. I love her. Yeah, she's so good. She's a scene killer, man. Yeah, she 
she literally is acting exactly like the actors and actresses did at that time. Like spot on. Like if they plucked her out of that era and put her into this, she's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I love her in like anything she does, but she's so good in this. So good in this. And I cannot wait for her story to come out more. Yeah, she okay. honestly is probably my favorite part of this whole show so far because yeah. I've been a big fan of Catherine Hahn for a long time. I love her in Bad Moms. She's in The Visit. She's in Parks and Rec. I Step she's brothers. one of my favorite comedic actresses working today, and I love that she's in this. And she's not just a she's an important character, you know. She's not just a, a side character or a throwaway character. She's gonna play an important role. We've seen in the trailers and the images that she's throughout the whole entire season. So, and we know the theories about who she is. And we talked about somebody else being involved and it's most likely her being involved in what's going on somehow. So I, I can't, I love that she's getting this opportunity because being in an MCU property is a big deal. And for her to do this is awesome. I agree. I mean, there's one line that she says that was like probably the funniest when she's like, how is anybody doing this sober when um, the ladies are having their meeting and yeah, she's great. And I, but there's like an unsettling feeling with her character, you know, every time she comes around and the fact that out of all the characters, she's the one that's like trying to be very close with Wanda and, uh, I think there's definitely a lot that she's, you know, responsible for as far as this whole re fake reality that's, that's happening. And I, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. She's, she's, I mean, it could be a point where she's just trying to, you know, slowly dig her claws into Wanda and, and yeah. give her or get either give or get all the kind of information from her. Um, and maybe she's like an inside agent for whoever she's working for, which is, or she's just doing it herself, which would be very interesting. We'll find that in the next couple weeks. I do want to bring up this comment from Rachel. Uh, could this be an alternate universe where Vision is still alive? He does seem to have his own life away uh, from Wanda at the office and even when he goes to other places as well, like the, uh, what was it, the Night Watch meeting? Um, or what the, the yeah, Neighborhood Watch. Neighborhood Watch. Neighborhood Watch meeting, yeah. There's a movie called Night Watch, was what I said that. Um, what do we think about that? It, is, do you think there's a possibility that this show ends because um, I, I believe we're all on the same page where this is pretty much a one season thing. Yeah. Um, nine episodes, which is lengthier than the rest of them. And that the story is going to continue in the movie form. Um, could it end with Vision being brought back to life via alternate universe? I mean, out of all the characters, well, <laughs> I don't even think it's alternate universe. I mean, out of all the characters that can come back, he's a robot. Yeah. He's not human. Yes, his body, his whatever you want to call it, is beyond advanced, but he's not flesh and bone. Like, he's not, he doesn't need a heart. He's, he's he synthetic, I think is what Yeah, he doesn't need a brain. He doesn't need mm -hmm. these types of things. Granted, the Infinity Stone did provide a lot of stuff but again, he is a robot. He is not human. So the likelihood of 
that specific type of character coming back is much higher than, or plausible, I should say, than Tony Stark coming. Tony back. Stark or Gamora or Black I mean, Widow, I, without it being a la a multiverse or something. There, there, there's a possibility where he already is alive. Like he could have already been remade, and this, this is him. And we don't know how much uh, Shuri got of that information when she was taking it out in Infinity War. Yeah, and it, it's right now. It's it's more so. It's more so figuring out how he how he's alive without the stone. That's the biggest piece of the puzzle at this point. Yeah. How yeah, he operates the stone, stone, because outside there, of this reality, right? so yeah. the, the stone in the show is there, but in real reality, the reality that we know in the MCU, the stone is gone. Is the stone on his head? Yeah, in the show. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like lit up or anything. Well, yeah, and well, we don't know what it looks like in. I mean, black and yeah, white. It's hard to tell because it's black and white. But uh, but it is there because they say something. in in Infinity War they say the stone is part of Vision, but it's not completely him. Like there was a way to remove it and have him still be himself. He wouldn't be as powerful as he was but that's fine i'm sure wanda wouldn't care she just wants him back so she's gotta do a little rewiring yeah i do think there's a way and who knows though because if this is like a fake world that she created or just like in her head or a new dimension she created i guess she could like bring him out of it who knows i mean we'll get more answers down the road we've seen Uh, her create stuff and and make stuff disappear and who says and that that's another thing. He's him. like you said, he's all synthetic. Can she manipulate synthetic things, but not, you know, flesh and bone and things like that? Maybe. Yeah. I'm sure she can. I was going to say one quick thing that I noticed, because I'm looking for the most minute things while I'm watching this um, to not only the fact that, Geo, was it you that said Catherine Hahn was the only character to come back in both episodes? No, I think that was Jake. Okay. Not only that, I noticed something too. Both times, both episodes, and I have no idea if this has anything to do with anything, whatever. I just caught it and noticed. Both times she was in it, she was wearing the same brooch, Mm. like little lapel thing. The first episode, it was right here, like holding her outfit together. The second time, it was over here, like kind of like on her chest. So I was kind of, I noticed that. I was like, because the first time I was like, I just noticed it. And then I was like, wait a minute, why is that? There's another, it's on her chest again, too. So I don't know if that's anything. But did you look, uh, did you look into it, Brian? No, I haven't looked into it. I mean, but I just noticed that both times because I'm literally looking for teeny things when I'm watching. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I look, honestly, I personally think what, who we think she is, is speculation, right? Like it's yeah, not, I mean, they literally just called her so Agatha. People say she's Agatha Harkness from the comics. Who's a witch who's been around for yeah, a, a very long time. And that character has a stone that she wears on. Yeah. She wears a time. So yeah. it's probably her, which is, would be crazy yeah i mean she's an i i mean jacob basically just said it she's her character is a witch that's been around since the salem witch trials yeah and i i'm no expert i looked this up today but like she uh 
apparently she's been a villain to Wanda and an ally at times. Yeah. So. It it could be, I mean, Brian, with the whole brooch thing that you were talking about, it could be something that maybe Wanda, um, if if she is creating this reality and say she is part of it, something that she remembers from meeting her in the past or something, and she just continues to put that on her, or maybe it's a some kind of object slash device slash um, thing that she has that either keeps her uh, alive as herself or like maybe going in and out of the world of this reality. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, if like, say it does pop up in the next episode, then it's really something to start thinking about because it's going to be revealed at some point. Like maybe it's, you know, they have like the an end game. They have the time travel devices on the hand. Maybe it's something like that. Like it keeps her being herself or she's able to go in and, side, in and out of the reality or it's like a label or, or something that has to play with her character and whoever she's working for, or she's just doing this to herself. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of theories. Like if you got, so we know uh, there's characters that are real people in the MCU that are being sucked into this reality too. Like why is, uh, is it Rambo? Uh, Monica. Monica. Rambo. Yeah. Why is she there? Because she's a real person who exists in the real world. So there's a possibility that, Wanda's just maybe Wanda's I think not. every single person you see is real. Yeah, that's true. And I think they've been sucked into this reality. Of whatever well, yeah, and on. there's a there was a I don't know if it was a trailer or something, but there was a trailer of Monica Rambo literally being shot outside of like some kind of thing. Um, I think it's, there's a dome over an actual town. Yeah, and we even I think there was even like a preview or something that literally showed her touching the dome or, so, or the shell. So do you like think Wanda's say. like just have I created think, that dome? Yeah, and I like think this town is a real town that she mm-hmm. has or something or whatever has put a dome around this town and no one can get in or out really. And oh, see, I think it I think it's all fake, but it's inside the dome. I think she created all of it like in an open field somewhere. See now I think I think it's an actual town that the dome has been encased it sheep this whatever has encased this town everyone that lives in this town is being made to do what she wants to play a part of this tv show and do you think she's broadcasting the show somehow i think i think it might just be she's not like broadcasting it but the signal is being picked up like somewhere else sword is picking it up i mean you talked to I, I get a lot of Truman Show vibes from this, like in 100%. a totally different way. hundred percent Truman. I, and I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I got a question here from uh, Chuck in the comments. Those commercial Star Constructor products, you know, who else is a product of Star Constructor? Um, we obviously know that. This Wanda. is where Scarlet Witch comes from. Uh, what do we think about these commercials? Any ideas on, on where they could possibly be headed? Well, did you hear the sound when they clicked the toaster? Was it? Um, it's Iron Man's uh, oh, arc reactor, arc reactor, the right? bomb that they yeah. watched when they were like hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. And then Strucker's the Hydra agent. Obviously, that was like tor- that did experiments on her. She was in her. the beginning yeah. of. He was in the post credit scene um, of Winter Soldier. Yeah. Winter Soldier, and then the beginning of Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's. See, that stuff makes you think, okay, this is obviously something that Wanda's doing. Like, she's creating all of this. Um, 
so that because that's what I was talking about, how they're making it about Wanda. Those those two things were very traumatic for her. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, memories, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, these commercials go really deep. Uh, Kevin Feige said in an interview with uh, Collider, like some of them are fun, but some of them are like there's legit stuff in there. Um, like I think it was Jacob who said the toaster is you know a reminder, a memory of that bomb that for two days didn't go off, and uh, Wanda and uh, God. Pietro, Piet- sorry, uh, Pietro. I just saw the movie yesterday. Damn, but I want to uh, rewatch uh, Age of Ultron now after watching this show. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what do you guys think about the theory that the people who are in both commercials because they're, they're the same people mm-hmm. are actually Wanda's parents? There you go, Stacy coming oh. in hot. Oh wow, you guys are on the same wavelength. Oh. Wow, you know action. what? I guarantee you they are. I never even thought about that. It makes sense. I they it, are. it would it would absolutely make sense. And if again, going back to the whole the the lapel I thing, if that. if we do see them again, it, it would a hundred percent make sense. Especially with the time era, right? The fifties. They're they're younger. Uh, you know, Wanda's it, she's not she's not like young, young. She's not old, old. She's maybe late twenties, early thirties in that in that time era, and it could easily fit. I, I like that. It. Never crossed my mind, but that's because per- it's funny because I've been wondering. I was like, why are they the same people? And that that makes complete sense. It's yeah. she's combining her parents with all the things that have haunted her for the last so many years. Dude, Stark and her family. We right? have to see Quick Strucker. Right? There's no way there's yeah. <laughs> that he doesn't appear. May, do you do you, okay now after that theory after bringing that up by by Gio and Stacy do you think that we see him via commercial or is he actually going to be in the show? I think he'll be. Ooh. I think he'll be in the show. Shocker! Quick, no, quick, no, no. Silver. He has to be see, in the show. See, this is. I've been trying to think of when, when, and if he would show up. I think he would be show up in earlier sitcom times than later so like if in my opinion it, i feel like he would be coming up soon possibly i don't i, don't, I mean maybe not but i like, will i'll disagree because i think that he might show up when she starts to unravel more when she starts to lose it more so is probably is when I think he'll show up. That's why I think there was somebody behind this and maybe that's like a last resort, you know, Oh, vision is, isn't working and all this other stuff. Let me throw on your brother. And maybe that keeps her in whatever mind. Uh, how, about, how, about this, how, about, how about this? What if Ultron shows up? Ooh. James Spader is rumored to be in the cast. So, what well, what if we hear that voice about Stark and then Strucker and then Ultron killed her brother? Yeah. No. Well, yes, in a ship. Yeah. 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 yeah he shot. He was yeah. the one in that ship. Yeah, yeah. that shot him. Um, as long as Pietro doesn't say you didn't see that coming, I, we don't need that line again. <laughs> um, I like Chuck's idea. I'm on board with that. Well, no, that's what that. I was thinking. Not that He's- one. Not that one. Well, I want to get to this. No, the yeah. I meant this one is the one I was saying with him. If he was yeah. like cool Uncle Jesse, 
It makes sense. Well, Sorry. that's what I was thinking. He's going to come in and be funny, like the funny uncle or whatever, but he's not going to be seem like himself, you know, obviously. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Yeah. I could see it coming later if it was something. So he, he'll, he'll, he'll come 70, in, right? What, what would Next that episode? be? What, what that the the Roseanne episodes, right? That era would be in the Roseanne era. I think he'd be. Wait, is, Roseanne 80s? is Roseanne eighties? No, Roseanne's nineties. You don't think it'd be nineties? I do, but I don't think it's going to be that one. I mean, do you think we'll see him next week, Brian? Well, no. I, I think each funny, era is now, not... that Chuck, now that Chuck said that, now I'm starting to lean the other way. Yeah, at, what? at him being in a later in like a later sitcom than the early ones, uh-huh. is like when everything starts to come together a little bit more. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I could see that later on. And but. well, that's that's something we got to talk about too. How about the the random sudden pregnancy that happened at the end of this episode? At the very end, yeah, like it just like they said for the children, and boom, she got a baby. Bump. I think that's that. Cute, okay, to be honest. I've been trying to figure out where that's from because they were they kept saying that over and over and over, and so like that to me, like when they do something like that, I'm like instantly like antennas up like why yeah. do you, it was almost cult like for the children mm. like and so i'm like mm, something's up with, with that so i i've been snooping around for that well if you think about it so K- when katherine hahn first shows up she hints at her saying oh i forget exactly what she says but she hints at like why don't you have kids yeah She's trying to say why don't you have kids and then they do that whole for the children thing and then by the end of episode two, Wanda's pregnant. I believe Catherine Hahn's character, somebody wants Wanda to produce children. With vision. And they want them to be superpowered beings. They want to use them somehow as weapons. Speed and Catherine Hahn is in there to make sure that that happens. And that's what I think. And then I didn't even know that they had kids in the comics but I oh, guess yeah. they did. They, yeah. Their kids, their kids are huge in the comics. Part of yeah, the new so, Avengers, Young Avengers, all of it. Yeah. I think that I I think even though this is like a created world mm-hmm. by Wanda, I think she actually like produces children. Like she's that powerful that she can like produce children herself. And I yeah, think I, I it's think, actually gonna come. I think when it, I don't know if it's gonna be the next episode or the episode after, but we're gonna pop into a new decade and they're just gonna be in cribs. And then, and then each episode, we're going to see them as as just so many years well, old, jumping ten years exactly. Like, and then we're going to get yeah. to present day, and they're going to be teenagers or mid twenties, whatever, full fledged with powers, and the kids that we know from the comics. Yeah, and then there's wow. part of the Young Avengers. <laughs> yeah, they, do we even know? Is there cast members for? younger teens or something anything like that have we heard anything about that they would that would probably be pretty pretty close to the vest yeah i would think so they would cast yeah. they, they wouldn't reveal that i mean they're, they they kept a lot a lot of secrets for the show which is good um, it's a mystery this show yeah, in a way they, they kept a lot close to the vest which doesn't happen which is disney and i'll say this about all their shows so far with, with and it's just been mandalorian and wandavision but they have kept a lot of things secret from us which is very very cool on our end because we're not learning it. Marvel does a better job than Star Wars does. Uh, no, I agree. I yeah. agree. But Mandalorian specifically has done a great job with it. Um, uh, with the Luke Skywalker stuff. You know, there's some things. I in mean, that everything else kind of got 
rumor. Well, no, I'm I'm talking true. I'm talking more so about like cameos from actors and and small appearances or name drops from certain things like the Thrawn stuff or whatever. Like Ahsoka, sure, but that was like a full fledged episode. Same with Bo-Katan. Um, that's hard to keep a secret. But well, I'm I don't just think they were general, trying to keep those a secret, though. To be honest, yeah, I'm just saying in general, like yeah. so far, if they're keeping secrets, I mean, they haven't revealed a full class. Like same thing here. Emma Caulfield, she just was announced yesterday, and she showed up in the second episode today. Um, she was the blonde woman that was leading the luncheon. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people had just learned about her, and and you know the the show has been in production for. That a very means long there time. could be a ton of surprises. The rest. So of I'm it. saying like there there's a lot of possibilities that we could see a lot of people show up down the road, and you know we're talking about the kids specifically in casting, but um, there could be two big name young actors that play these characters. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> It's we'll be in entering the seventies around that time. That's probably the era that we're gonna hit next. Well, no, that is the era we're gonna hit next because yeah, 50- if we're going if we're going by t- decades, it's it's I would yeah because I Love Lucy was fifties, which that episode was clearly what it was made after, and Bewitched was clearly the second one, which was the sixties, and so I would imagine you're looking at Brady Bunch next with the 70s brady bunch probably partridge family like that type well they're not just ripping one you know show oh no they're not ripping there, one i mean like, there's like always a, one that really like influences it yeah, yeah exactly well, like and the, then they throw in things from other shows yeah. yeah like the 50s and 60s like it had a mix of dick van dyke show in it but like it was clearly more of an op- homage to I love Lucy. And then the entrance uh, or just the little theme opening title opening was a hundred percent bewitched. Like it was almost identical at points to it. That's the show that had an animated introduction intro, right? Yes. Yeah. I was, I knew I'd seen that before and they were obviously paying homage to it. Uh, Real quick, John, we're getting nine. Mm-hmm. We're getting nine, eight weeks. They did two, two today, uh, seven, seven more to go. I'll, I'll say this. So let's just count it real quick. So first episode fifties, second episode sixties, third seventies, fourth eighties, nineties at five. They stopped there. I think, I think they you know, I think 90s. they're going to do a couple in the nineties. So I, and, oh, because man. I think that the last two or three will be present day with all the stuff that happens. Probably the last two. I would say the last two, because it also said that the first three episodes are 30 minutes and then the rest of them are longer t- television mm. run times. Um, so I have a feeling that we're going to get a couple in present day with all the stuff breaks loose. But I do think that we'll probably stay put like the time will probably stop at the latest 2000s. Well, it I might mean, be the 90s. I You're going to have 2000s in there because they've already said, well, they didn't say, but Sabrina the Teenage Witch crossed into the 2000s. And I heard at one point that they said that they were going to even rip a little bit of Modern Family, which would clearly be like this time. Uh, 2010s, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so maybe they do go that far then. I didn't think, I thought they stopped in the 90s because then you kind of stop with the classic sitcoms after that. But no, I think they could go into 2000s and 2010s. Yeah. I mean, your 70s is going to be probably more Brady Bunch. Your 80s is probably going to be the f- full house because it started late 80s. 90s will probably be Roseanne. Fresh uh, Prince? Fresh 
Fresh Prince in the nineties. I wish. Fresh Prince. Uh, then you're gonna have another nineties ish. Do you think they're gonna like, try to do like a Friends thing? Uh, no. I mean, who knows? How about how about a Fresh Prince? Um, Fresh Prince intro. That's the only oh addition we get. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> if she, That'd be amazing. Wow, that would be crazy. Please give it to me. Yeah, I mean, I you could almost map it out. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's that's why I wanted to count it down because it's an interesting conversation. This too, this is a good one by John. Family Matters as well. Yeah, I mean, like I said, seventies. You're looking at um, Brady Bunch, eighties, probably Full House, nineties, Roseanne. End of 90s is prop 2000s will be um, Sabrina mm-hmm. and then potentially that modern family type thing. So that's I mean, that's what at least six right there. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's gonna we, be didn't even t- we haven't even talked about the beekeeper. I know and I w- I we'll talk about the beekeeper here, but I do want to highlight Kylie's comment or super chat here. Kylie's thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, so Hi, it's the doctor dot dot strange. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, that is definitely coming, which will be very interesting. Um, right. man. Let's, uh, oh, here we go by Stacy. Uh, was it early 2000s when Wanda's parents died? I believe so. Uh, we'd have to look at the exact timeline in the MCU itself, not the comics, but the MCU that, but that could be right. It could be right. Early to, yeah, well, I, yeah, probably more mid to late because, Iron Man started 08 and they mm-hmm. started at the exact like year, like 08. Yeah. And that was the height of his weapons Tech. manufacturing. So I would say probably anywhere from like 07 to 10, maybe. Um, all right, let's get to the beekeeper. Let's get to the beekeeper. One of the, we'll finish up with the beekeeper today. The, the biggest thing that we kind of got from the two episodes, um, we can call it a cliffhanger. We can call it a tease. We can call it a, big WTF moment. Uh, Brian, I'll start with you. Uh, you Cause I know you've probably done some research or had some thoughts about this one. What are we thinking on this beekeeper? I mean, I haven't done too much research at all. I haven't had time, but um, I, I mean, I obviously think it's a sword agent. I mean, well, it's on his back, right? Yeah. 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 So um, I thought it was interesting. We didn't see his face, which leads me to again believe that like she knows the stuff that's inside but anything that's from the outside it's like no i i don't know what that is and again this is when she broke that if you want to call it fourth wall or whatever you want to call it and she went no this isn't this isn't right or whatever she said and no not now or something i I don't remember what no just no okay yeah, and she reverses it. Like, mm-hmm. it, so this is again the the stopping. You know I think that. you said it was a real town, Brian. I said it's a real town. I think it is because I think a sword agent found a way to get in, and that's why she was like, no, and then she like reversed it. Yeah. Why is he coming up from under the ground? You know. Yeah, I I think I true. I mean, if you have a bubble over the town, it's not going to more than likely it's not going to go through the ground. How did you get under the bubble? You tunnel under a bubble. Yeah. Um. So I, I 
Yeah, that's the only thing, Rachel. I didn't. I ha I cannot figure out the. Yeah, beat. Is there any significance to that? I don't. I don't know. I. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into. Like I said, I haven't looked into anything lately. It might just have to do with whoever's under the mask. Mm. Yeah, I. I'm not sure because, like, I mean, it is a very beekeeper-looking outfit. Um. Yeah, she said no and rewinded. Um. So I, I'm not 100% sure because that's what I was wondering, too. I was like, OK, like if someone's just walked, if someone just came in like they're in a suit, but there were insects, we'll say, with it. So I was kind of like, mm, OK, what, yeah, the, the big what's the significance of that to yeah. her? Like, what, and, what and, is, and maybe it has to do with what's happened to her since Endgame or or who the character is under that beekeeper mask. Um, yeah, and they're clearly they're sword is clearly trying to find a way inside because the toy helicopter had the, the logo on it too. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, they're testing what can go in through this bubble. If you will, I'm saying it like if I know, but well, no, that makes sense now. Now I do believe it's actually like, well, she could have created the town too and still create the bubble, but they're like physically there. It's not just like yeah. in her head or something. Yeah, the the townspeople are her actors and actresses, and she's perpetuating what yeah. she wants them to do. So, okay, Chuck, that is what I okay. That's what I was thinking too. The old, um, the old aim suits, the the bright yellow. The joke was that they were called beekeeper suits. And so when I saw that, yeah. I was like, oh, that looks like an AIM agent suit. But obviously you can't see the color. And then the bees also was like, I was like, okay, that's kind of coincidence that they're, they were called beekeeper suits. So like, I don't know what they're doing with that. The thing that throws me off that, that idea was the sword logo. If that sword logo wasn't there, then I would have immediately gone like that's aim. But I, uh, I'm not sure the logo is what deters me from that. Yeah, they're definitely, they're messing with us. You know, they're, they're trying to make us guess and that's good. I mean, we don't need to know it all right away. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to throw up this final comment before we move on and uh, wrap up today. This is from Stacy. She says, what if Loki makes a surprise appearance at the end? Maybe S.W.O.R.D. and TVA have teamed up to destroy Wanda's fake reality. I think TVA is going to be its own thing. I mean, Agreed. I would love that, but I don't think it's going to happen. TVA, because people, I mean, I even messed it up. Time and like multiverse and reality are all those are very separate things that are very similar that you kind of just like like i don't i mix it up sometimes oh wait that's multiverse not time so putting those two together i think would throw off too many people i agree i, th I think the loki show is going to be out of all the things that are coming out the most distant from anything um, and that includes tva it's going to be something so distant from anything in the mcu maybe maybe it'll come back around but I have a feeling it's going to kind of be in its own little world out there. 
I part of me thinks that Loki's not going to even reconnect with any character that we've seen. I don't. I don't think he will either. I agree. Yeah. So I agree. He might bring in new characters, but I don't think he's going to interact with any old MCU characters anymore. In my opinion. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Well, before we wrap it up today, uh, any any final thoughts on the first two episodes of WandaVision? And uh, what you're, I guess, let's, I'll ask this. What's the most exciting thing you're looking forward to going forward after seeing the first two episodes? Uh, Gio, I'll start with you. Um, you know, as far as these first two episodes go, I think there's a high, high percentage of uh, rewatchability because you miss so many things each time. Um, speaking of time, the time on the watch. Uh, if you haven't looked into that, please do. Um, cause that time on the watch could mean a lot of things during that, uh, Strucker, uh, commercial. Uh, but I'm just more excited to see Wanda struggle to keep everything together, you know, cause it already seems like there's dents in her reality that she's created. And I'm very interested to see who exactly are those people at the very end who tune in on the TV, who are writing down notes. Um, there's rumors that that hand that you see at the very end of the first episode is uh, Darcy, but we'll know more about that. So it's just, it's a lot to think about. And um, I think between now and the next episodes, uh, a lot of us will be revisiting and making our own theories or more theories. So uh, Brian, I honestly just don't care. Just keep giving me MCU stuff. Like I'm with you. It doesn't, it doesn't disappoint speak for us both right now. Yeah. It doesn't does. I mean, I got so happy just turning it on and hearing the dun, 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 like that. I got so elated just from hearing that. Like that, this honestly might be one of the most I feel like is going to end up being one of the most thought out thorough things that they do because this is so out of left field for out of for any show movie company to do. So, I mean, they're literally going back through time and they're recreating re history. Yes. And so I'm honestly just sitting here like enjoying the ride. Like I'm, I am so whatever they do, I have all my faith in what they do. I'm just sitting back and enjoying every second of it. Mr. Bartley. Yeah. Well, it's funny, Gio, you said rewatchability. I've been thinking all day. I can't wait to go back and rewatch these two episodes just to look for Easter eggs and stuff, but also just cause they're, they're uh, enjoyable and entertaining and funny. Just seeing Wanda and Vision goof around. Like, I, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. So I'm looking forward to that continuing. And just give me some more Catherine Hahn. She's awesome. Yeah. She's going to be in every episode, man. She's the third lead. She'll be she'll be there oh, yeah. every step of the way. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's going to wrap up today's Marvel Rewind. To everyone watching and commenting and everything, um, I, uh, I'm... We're, Sorry, I got thrown off by Rachel's comment. I was reading. I represent the ignorant masses just along for the ride. There you go. <laughs> it's not ignorant. You're just, yeah. I mean, it's so enjoyable. Everybody. You just sit there and watch it. 
Um, so again, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us for the past hour talking WandaVision. Again, we'll be here every single Friday. Uh, going forward, um, we will our, our normal time is at 4 p.m. Pacific. We had changed things around today specifically, uh, but we will be at 4 p.m. Pacific uh, for the rest of the time talking WandaVision every single Friday. And for the next number of weeks, the next two months, you'll see us here on Fridays talking this brand new uh, Marvel show. And uh, it's going to get down to the nitty gritty as the show goes on, because there's going to be a lot of things to talk about going forward after this show is finished. So uh, make sure you're joining us there. If you uh, if you want to listen to the show, say you can only pop in here and there, but you want to listen on audio to go. We are available on audio, guys. Apple, Inc. or Spotify. You guys can find us. Just search Apocalypse Movies, and you will find all of our episodes for now and Rewind up on there. You can check those out as well. And then all of our social media and other channels are uh, down in the description below, so you can find us there as well. So for the whole Rewind crew here, Brian, Gio, Jacob, myself, thank you guys so much for joining us, and uh, we will see you guys next week.